Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Amherst Supervisor Brian Culpa. Brian, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing well this morning, Brian. Let's uh, let's start with something that you know for the last few weeks uh, we've been talking about a lot here on uh, WBEN, and that is the uh, increase, the toll hike coming up at the New York State Thruway, uh, and the traffic that this might cause to avoid that toll on Main Street in Williamsville in Amherst. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I certainly understand the need to uh, to increase revenue to offset expenditures with uh, given where where cost of goods and services are have been um, and are going. Uh, but yeah, you, you know, as a local leader, you always worry about the the effects, right, and what's going to happen and and how it's going to happen. So, um, for us, uh, I'm hoping that a lot of people just look at it and say, well, I'm, I'm going through easy pass, and if I'm a commuter, it's really not that much of a cost increase, so I'm going to stay on the throughway uh, because certainly we don't want to see displacement onto our arterials. Brian, any 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 um, proposal or any talk about maybe moving those tolls so it, it doesn't take that transit exit, you know, maybe moving it beyond the transit exit. Have you had any talks with anyone in leadership at New York uh, to say, hey, is there any way we could move those a few miles down the road? You know, it's been a while since we've talked about moving tolls. I think we're all very happy to get the, the, the cashless tolling in place a few years ago. Um, the reality is we've we've been more focused on trying to encourage a development of a of a Young's Road interchange so that there was an intermediate interchange there for people to use. If that happened, then I guess that opens up a lot of different possibilities. Right in Williamsville, trying to make that Main Street a pedestrian uh, way, if we add more cars, is that going to take away from people wanting to walk or bike down uh, Main Street? It's always a concern. Um, you know, in, in, in I live a block off of Main Street myself, so, you know, for me it's about uh, a balance and making sure that the the vehicle volume and speed is mitigated. I think Williamsville has a pretty good handle, or at least locally, we have a pretty good handle on speeds through the village. Um, but once you get outside of Williamsville South, once you get east of of Hirschfield in that area, it, it opens up quite a bit, and and that's something that you know we want to keep an eye on. For sure, for sure. Now, uh, also staying in Amherst, um, obviously, uh, I want to move on to the Boulevard Mall because in the news uh, about a week ago was discussion of 
uh, Amherst and eminent domain with parcels of the Boulevard Mall. Can you explain that? Yeah, sure. So um, as I think you've known uh, or as we've discussed before, we've been working on the Boulevard Mall um, for really for five years, uh, but for the past three and a half years alongside Douglas Jamal uh, and, and the Benderson Corporation. Uh, who are the sort of two key owners or ownerships in the mall. Um, one of the challenges that we run into or that the development team runs into at the mall is that there are a lot of these legacy leases in place. Um, for instance, J.C. Penney's owns its building, leases its building, leases the land under its building from Jamal. Um, that pennies is separated the 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 retail operations completely separated from the real estate at this point uh, as they went through bankruptcy uh, proceedings and it's a little bit of one of these like faceless organizations just kind of a, a holding organization that owns the building itself and they own property rights or, or they they hold lease rights to parking rooms um, more parking than JC Penney's needs in this day and age uh, nevertheless, it makes it impossible to build in those sites. Um, there are some other scenarios, like the limited company owns had had three or four stores in the mall, um, and they're out, uh, but they still have active leases. And with those active leases comes, again, parking rights and comes visibility rights. Uh, another good example is the Sears. Sears is not at the mall; hasn't been for a while. The Sears lease has been sold. So Sears sold their lease. The lease then is sublet to Gabe's. Gabe's then owns a view shed across the entire front of the mall where nobody could build. Um, then you couple that with the fact that there are, there are there's no infrastructure in the mall, right? The mall kind of gets fed by one sewer line, one water line. Um, all the utilities come in from the south end and run through the mall going north, and it doesn't produce a, a good recipe for redevelopment. So working with the development community, we, we've been working towards um, an urban renewal approach to the mall, and with that comes that eminent domain um, piece, if you will. You know, uh, I, I've been trying to get Douglas Jamal on Hardline, and, you know, if you could put a word in, uh, Supervisor, that would be great. Um, but uh, what what are his plans for the Boulevard Mall? Has he talked those over with you? Yeah, I mean, really, um, both Douglas and the Benderson Corporation um, have been uh, very forthright. We, we've – the town had put together a plan – um, a couple of years ago when, when we weren't sure what was going to happen with the mall site. And um, both development teams have more or less adopted our approach. Uh, there needs to be some mixed use. We still need to have um, some retail. We need to have uh, housing and a different differentiation of housing. Um, and the reality is we expect it to be a fairly dense um, mixed use development. And the idea here is that's all well and good, but it's hard to get started because there's a lot of these sort of tricky entanglements. And so, um, you know, the conversations we've had is, look, let's use the, the government's um, capacity to get out of those entanglements, kind of create a, a clean slate and let the development community build off of that.
it's very interesting because I, 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 I think I speak for most people when didn't know how you know complicated the leasing was at uh, at the mall and you know how everyone had different ownership and leasing of different parts of the mall. It's very interesting. Now across uh, across the street at Station Twelve on Sheridan, kind of across the street, um, is there any uh, talk of maybe a tenant moving from the mall to Station Twelve? I think both WS Development and Station 12 and the boulevards um, further up Boulevard, the Benderson property where Barnes and Nobles and and in uh, LL Bean are, uh, both of those uh, developers I'm sure are talking to the last of the of the real national um, Boulevard Mall leases. So we've still got like Champs, Sporting Goods, Macy's. Um, You've still got uh, H&M, Dick's, a couple other places that are in that facility. And uh, having walked through it the other day, I can, I can guess that most of those places would be eager to find a new home given the, the retail climate in there. And you talked about the uh, Benderson development on um, on down the boulevard, and obviously behind there is going to be the Costco that continues to be uh, the talk of that area. You know, anyone that's been to a Costco outside of – Western New York is talking about, hey, can't wait till Costco's here. Uh, is that running along the same uh, the schedule? Is that still proposed to open next year at some time? Yeah, that's moving along. Um, uh, we've we've got um, a little bit we've got to work on with the zoning um, in January, but the reality is, uh, you know, they're they're talking about having a site plan in front of us so that they can start work in the spring. There's a lot that has to go into that. Um, the, you know, Bailey Avenue is going to Bay, North Bailey. There has to be dealt with, and so does Ridgely. Um, you know, there, we're getting uh, private investment into that uh, project, but we've got to move <clears throat> the streetscape um, potential widening and uh, and changes at the intersections uh, in order to accommodate the traffic. Uh, although the the Costco traffic isn't as bad as like the target that's already in that plaza it's it's just the uh the additional load um bailey to be honest needed to be widened probably a decade ago and and we you know the town's just gotta at some point find a partner and find a way to do it and uh this presents a good opportunity Speaking of uh, of widening the road, is does that all fall on the town of Amherst? Is the county, the state involved? Who's all involved in that when that happens? Uh, Benderson and Costco are going to be involved with it with it as our partner. If we get to the intersection at Maple and have to make changes, then that that would be the county. Otherwise, it's mostly town town function, town road. Well, let me tell you, as someone who worked in that plaza a decade ago. You are 100% right. That road needs to be um, uh, widened, and I'm, I'm glad that will be a part of the plan for Costco. Uh, Brian, before we get you out of here, you know, your appearances on Hardline, the Bills are 2-0 and when you appear on Hardline. So right. what is your uh, prediction for this afternoon? Well, so I think it's, uh, it's actually going to be a little bit lower scoring than some people think. Um, I do still think the Bills score 24 um, but I think the defense is going to play very well, and I think we hold them to 13. 
I, I would like that. You know, I, I don't want the talk of the NFL tomorrow to be about another good Mike White game. So I'm hoping the Bills can at least stop that, and I hope you're right with the 24. As long as the Bills' offense can put a few in the end zone, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think they win. Amherst Supervisor Brian Culpa, as always, thanks for making time for us this morning. All right, thanks. Go Bills. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.